0: Welcome to the Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Good morning, everybody. I don't actually know if it's morning where you are, but it is morning here. And this whole episode is about morning prayer. So I guess it works no matter what. Um, If you listen to the last episode, you know that this season one of the biggest priorities that we have is really to build a stronger foundation of our faith so that we can bring that foundation into our lives. And so we can really, I think, um, you know, go out into the world and go out into the world of work with um, just a deep-rooted faith and a deep-rooted confidence Um, that the Lord is walking before us. And so as I was thinking about this, I realized, well, what's the first thing I do in the morning? Oh, I pray in the mornings. Um, And this is something I've talked about with a lot of people, just how to kind of set up a morning prayer routine, a morning prayer experience, especially for those of us who are, you know, running out the door to get to work. Um, Those of us who squeeze in a workout in the morning. I mean, mornings can be a very hectic time. Um, And so I just wanted to share some of the things that I've done to build out a morning prayer routine that has really worked for me. Again, like personality traits and things take place here. Um, You'll very clearly understand some of my motivations um, for kind of building out this prayer time the way that I have. Um, but hopefully it's helpful and you can take some gems out of it and, um, apply them to your own prayer life. So it'll be a pretty quick episode, but just thought it would be a great place for us to start as we think about setting a foundation for, um, faith in the workplace. So the first thing I think, um, is important to understand when we're thinking about morning prayer is that the most important thing, if you take nothing else away from it, is that it just has to happen. So we just have to make the space and the time for it, um. I experience very different days when I make the time to pray and when I don't. It is I can feel it. Like I can really feel just this sense of kind of um, disorder and um, overwhelm sometimes when I go into the day without making time for prayer. And so if we're thinking about how we make t- the space and the time, it's thinking about the way we make space and time for anything, whether it's a workout or a coffee with a friend or a trip or whatever. We have to set that time aside super intentionally. And if you're just starting out here, my encouragement is to set 10 minutes. I did this for years. I would literally set a 10-minute timer on my phone, and for those 10 minutes, I would pray. And I would just sit and listen to Jesus, and I wouldn't do anything else. And I wasn't allowed to touch my phone. I wasn't allowed to scroll on anything. It was just these 10 minutes that I gave the Lord. And... um. Even in just 10 minutes, the way in which morning prayer transformed my life was remarkable. Um, It gave me a deep desire to start my days in prayer. And because it was just 10 minutes, it really... um, it got me sitting down and i if you listen to the last episode Erica talked a little bit about this as well she does this and um, most of the time you know she sits there for far longer than 10 minutes because once you spent those 10 minutes once you've kind of calmed yourself and put things away and just put yourself before the Lord in prayer many times we want to be there for a long time so there's a few things I've done very practically that have helped this happen um, the first I mentioned set a timer for 10 minutes Another thing I did last year was I plugged my phone in the bathroom, and so I got a real alarm clock, and I would wake up with a real alarm clock, and I had to spend the first 30 minutes, excuse me, the first 30 minutes of the day in prayer, so that was amazing. I think I started that in Lent of last year, and I kept it going, I think, until basically I moved to New York, so really worked for me to just not even see any emails, not see any text messages, not feel any pressure to do anything else but sit and pray. Um, And it also let me, I think, direct my day a bit better because I would sit down and say, Lord, where are we going today? What do you want from me today? Versus already in my head reacting to all the junk that was coming in from emails or work or whatever. The last thing here that I want to talk about is probably Uh, one of the most major um, motivators for me, which is that I pair my morning coffee with prayer. So I don't get to have morning coffee unless I'm also sitting down for prayer. Um, And that's been really good for me because now in the mornings, like even if I'm on vacation or at home and I go get a cup of coffee, it's like Pavlovian. Like I have to then sit down and pray. So that's something that for me works because I love coffee. I'm very coffee motivated And so when I get to sit down and drink my coffee and pray, it just really starts my day well. Okay, so that's the first pillar here, is thinking about how to make the space and the time for prayer. The next thing I want to talk about, which is I think the next biggest question I get often, is thinking about the resources for this, right? So what do you use for prayer is kind of the question I get and something that I think about really intentionally. The first thing I have to say is the Gospels. Just sit down with the Gospels. I love John. Um, I'm going through Luke right now. It's so beautiful. There's so much in Luke. Um, Just sit down with the Gospels and read one section or one chapter and just rest in it and ask the Lord, Lord, what are you trying to teach me here? What in this Gospel is meant for me right now to receive you and see you here? Or what are you trying to teach me about the character of Jesus in this? What are you trying to teach me about your love for me in this gospel? Um, this is just one of the most beautiful ways to enter into prayer because I know a lot of people, it can be hard sometimes to hear the Lord, right? And everyone's like, listen to God and listen to what he's saying to you. And sometimes that seems really complicated, but when we open the gospels, we are hearing from the Lord and it allows us to really receive him, um, yeah, and let him enter into that moment with us. So I suggest the Gospels. If you're looking for a Gospel to start with, you could read the daily Gospels, which is helpful. Um, my suggestion is really going through each of the Gospels and just reading as much or as little as you need to just find that place of um, of just rest and prayer in that reflection. Uh, there's a lot of resources, other resources that I've used. Um... Uh, One of them I love is The Way by St. Jose Maria Escriva. It's gorgeous. It is um, hundreds of just these little notes he wrote to people and um, they're organized by different virtues and different topics. And I just love The Way because if I'm struggling with something, I can go to The Way and just read, oh, like, let me go to the chapter on courage or let me go to the chapter on prayer or the chapter on forgiveness and the ways are just a really beautiful place to go when you're looking for um you know a, a, a bit of spiritual direction so that's another good place to be um I also have the Magnificat and the Magnificat gives you morning prayers it's like this monthly magazine that has the daily readings in it um and I love the morning prayers in that um I think that they provide structure when I'm feeling just like a little all over the place I'll go to the Magnificat and just go okay I need to pray this morning here's what we got and they also have daily meditations on the gospel or on the readings for that day so another great thing to go through um right now I'm reading a 365 day devotional um with writings from Padre Pio it's been gorgeous I really enjoy it so that's been good I'll be reading that through the year Um, I also love Jesus Calling. If you've ever read Jesus Calling, it's, again, another devotional. You can buy the book. You can also Google, like, Jesus Calling January 23rd or something, and it'll pop up, and you can read it on your phone if you want to get a sense for what it looks like. But the book is really good. Um, And yeah, I think really, I'm a firm believer in investing in the resources that help you enter into prayer. I know that there's some people who are a little bit more like just sit with the Gospels and nothing else. And I think there's a value in that for sure. Um, but if you're struggling to make prayer a habit and a priority, invest in the resources that will get you there. And I think the resources for me are often some spiritual reading um, uh, Jacques Philippe is beautiful, has sp- beautiful spiritual reading as well. Um, I would read C.S. Lewis, um, The Screwtape Letters, The Great Divorce, Mere Christianity, really whatever it is that you need to enter into prayer and start your day with that, I think is fair game. Okay, the third thing is as we think about kind of setting the scene for prayer, um, I like to leave my room, I like to go sit in like on the couch and pray, just because changing the location for me helps me focus much better. Um, I also think that there's a lot to be said about really setting a scene, whether that's lighting a candle or having an icon or a crucifix near you. Um, During COVID, I'm a big adoration girl. And during COVID, um, adoration wasn't really as accessible for a minute there. And so I found adoration on YouTube and now every single morning, I open my laptop and I open a YouTube video of adoration. And that helps me stay focused because although I know the Lord is with me while I'm praying, it's a great reminder that he is with me. Um, So that's what I do. Whatever it takes just to kind of set that scene, I think it also allows you to kind of transition into and out of prayer time better. So I know my prayer is over when I close out YouTube and shut my computer. And that kind of helps me transition into the rest of my day. Um, The fourth thing I want to talk about here is that another great use of this morning prayer time is intercessory prayer. Uh, Just taking the time to sit and pray for others. I know I always tell people, I'm like, oh, I'm praying for you. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for this. I'll pray for that. And then I have been known to forget to pray for those people and those things. And that is not a great situation. So when you have morning prayer time and you have a, a time within that, set aside for intercessory prayer you're able to, I think, really invite people and, um, and their petitions into the prayer with you, which I think is so beautiful. Um, a big thing I'd say here in in terms of intercessory prayer for yourself and for others is write down your prayers. Like write them down. I notoriously will just like pray for something and then never write it down. But when we write down our prayers and we and we pray them boldly, and we ask the Lord for things with confidence and trust and hope. Um, having them written down is cool because then we can go back and look at them and go, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool! Look at how He's, you know, look at how He provided in this prayer." Or, you know, "Wow, like I prayed this a year ago, and now look at like what He's brought to fruition." It's just such a beautiful place to let the Lord and His abundance pour out in our lives is when we write down our prayers and then we can go back and look at them. So, keep a journal. And write down your prayers, even if it's on your phone, whatever it needs to be, write your prayers down um, so that you can go back and you can see how he moves in them. And I just, I just think that's such a beautiful place to be um, in building our relationship with the Lord and, and the power of prayer, like really understanding the power of prayer. All right. The, the second to last thing I want to talk about is transitioning out of morning prayer into the rest of your day. So I have the same transition I pray at the end of every morning prayer um I pray the Saint Michael prayer then I pray the Memorare and then I ask Saint Joseph Saint Jude Saint Joan of Arc Saint Cecilia and Our Lady of Guadalupe to pray for me um each of those saints is like just has been really close to me and um and I ask them for prayers so that I can go out into the day um with with I think um yeah, just a sense of knowing that those saints are with me. Um, St. Joseph is, you know, St. Joseph the worker, just an incredible um, example of like doing the Lord's will and saying yes to the Lord, even when it was scary and being like so strong in fortitude and courage. St. Jude, just amazing. The patron of impossible causes throughout the day. I'm praying to St. Jude all the time. Oh, I love him. Um, St. Joan of Arc, just her courage and her ability to not care what other people thought of her, but to do things with so much confidence, peace, and ease for the Lord is really just beautiful. And I just ask for her um, intercession every single morning because I just want to be her. She's amazing. Um, and then St. Cecilia was my confirmation saint. And Our Lady of Guadalupe is, um, yeah, I think one of the titles of Mary that is most like, close to my heart. And so, yeah, that's how I pray in the morning. And that's how I close out my prayer. Um, And I encourage you to find something similar, whether it's just, you know, a prayerful sign of the cross, um, a glory be our father, whatever that looks like for you. Having the same transition, I think, is very helpful to tell yourself, okay, prayer is over. Now I'm going into the world. The last thing I wanted to just kind of touch on here is that if you're struggling with prayer or you are looking for a bit more direction, spiritual direction is a really great thing to do. And you can do it for free if you go to your parish priest um, or email your parish office and just say, hey there, I'm looking for spiritual direction. Do you have anyone you'd recommend? Um, is a great is a great thing to do. Um, and they'll send you to someone. The other thing that I found very helpful is go to confession with a priest you might want for spiritual direction just to understand kind of how they approach confession, how they approach direction, and what that looks like. Um You can learn a lot about kind of the way in which that priest will direct you in confession. Um, And I really recommend spiritual direction for everyone because it's really good to have someone um, yeah, present in your prayer and and know what's going on. All right. So that's the episode on morning prayer. I hope you feel fired up and ready to go. Um, I'm going to do an episode on evening prayer at some point this season. um, But just wanted to start with this because I think that As many of us are returning to the classroom or returning to work, knowing um, and feeling confident in our ability to do morning prayer is, I think, really important and something that I think we all can hold each other accountable with and accountable for. So that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for being here. Feel free to um, share this episode with someone who you think might enjoy it. Um, But otherwise, yeah, I love you all a lot. Get back to work and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Sunday Monday show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend, shoot it in a text, post it on social media, whatever you want to do, sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore Or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co, where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye.